This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. SCP-2678, The Vorhole. Cosmic Horror as a subgenre is generally focused on cosmic indifference, meaning that humanity as a species is insignificant to the wider scope of the cosmos, including other alien species and ancient entities. Some stories feature our species as little more than playthings for an eldritch god, or food for an uncaring alien race, or sometimes even less significant, beneath some entity's notice. Oftentimes in these types of stories, there are those who are not fearful of the cosmic horrors, but instead embrace them. The Vorhole is an example of a cosmic horror that is, by all rights, pretty horrifying, but is not without its worshippers. For those unfamiliar, vorophilia is an erotic desire to consume or be consumed by another person or creature, and although this article originally began as a bit of a joke, it ended up going in a pretty dark direction, as we'll see. 2678 is a phenomenon that manifests in the southeastern United States, primarily in Georgia, Florida, and the Carolinas. The phenomenon affects a few different things along remote highways, starting with altering billboards. Billboards will suddenly change to display advertisements for a travel destination or experience at a location in the region that doesn't exist. These advertisements include a powerful cognitohazard that affects the minds of most people that view it. It more often affects a driver than passengers, but some people are capable of resisting its effects. Those affected will proceed to pull their vehicle over, get out, and begin walking in the direction of a local structure, typically one that is dilapidated or derelict. The entrance to this structure will become an access point, causing anyone who steps through it to be transported to an extraspatial location of unknown origin. The Foundation has so far been unable to determine where this location is, whether it is within our universe or is something different entirely. The location takes the form of a massive, ruined cathedral, with the areas outside of the cathedral blanketed in a thick, caustic fog illuminated red by an unknown light. The walls and ceilings of the cathedral are covered in unknown religious symbols that bear some similarities to symbols connected to Fifthism. I've already put out a couple videos related to Fifthism, but in short, it's an anomalous religion that infects people into believing in transcending this existence and merging with an alternate reality known as the Fifth World. We'll get back to the Fifthist connection later. In the floor at the center of the cathedral is a large pit, nearly 30 meters in diameter, and within this pit is the mouth of a massive biological entity of unknown size. This is the titular Vorhole, as any individual that enters this cathedral is inevitably drawn for some reason to approach the pit 
and jump in. Drone footage has captured little of the entity's size and form, confirming only that the mouth of the borehole is connected to an incredibly long tube of flesh filled with flagellum-like structures designed to move material further into the entity. Individuals that enter the cathedral and proceed to enter the hole experience a number of symptoms, including increased lethargy, sensitivity to light, body temperature, tactile perceptiveness, and most notably, libido. In other words, people aren't just anonymously drawn to jump in, they also enjoy it. The Vorhole seems to have first cropped up in the early 70s, as a number of individuals were going missing, with their cars parked and abandoned on the sides of roads. The cases were all closed, as obviously the police were unable to locate any of the bodies. In 1993, however, the Foundation caught wind of the situation, as there was a 2678 incident with a witness who claimed that they had been a passenger in a car when the driver suddenly remarked on a strange billboard and then pulled over and got out. The witness followed the affected individual through a tree line to an abandoned building, but was unable to locate the person after they entered it. The foundation got involved and began regularly patrolling major southeastern highways. Soon, during a patrol, personnel found a parked car on the side of the highway with a hysterical woman flagging them down. The woman claimed that her husband had suddenly parked and walked into some underbrush out of sight. The agents began to follow the man's path, but they were attacked by a different woman wielding a knife. They were able to subdue the woman, but weren't able to catch up with the man before he disappeared into a dilapidated electric substation. The attacker, 34-year-old Maria Jane Baker, was brought in for questioning. Maria claims that the Foundation was trying to stop the man from becoming whole, as he was guided there by a beacon, and his soul yearned to be stripped of misery. Maria, of course, has connections with the Fifthists, surprising no one, and she says that they have been yearning for so long to be unified as one collective, dancing and writhing in eternal music together. According to the Fifthists, these earthly bodies might have once been able to feel the ecstasy of the sight of the universe, but they've since grown stale and cold, and they need to be shed through the Vorhole. Maria says that they begged the universe for a release from the prison of this reality, and the divine starfish answered their call. The divine starfish is the closest thing to a unifying deity in the fifthest religion, an entity from beyond this existence, from the fifth world. The Vorhole's exact connection to the divine starfish is left vague, whether it's actually a physical part of it, or just an entity that the starfish utilizes to bring people into the collective. The fifthists then taught the entity how to use billboards as beacons in order to lure other people in. Maria says that once all of the Chosen have been taken, the fifthists will enter the hole, and it will then remake the world. How many Chosen there needs to be is also unknown, but obviously the Foundation are going to try and put a stop to that. Maria finishes out the interview by further elaborating on the sheer ecstasy of jumping in the hole and joining the collective. 
She says that humanity is meant to exist as a single mass, and that's the only way we'll ever feel true solace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, crazy people are crazy, but it doesn't change the fact that there is an organized effort to lure innocents to their deaths, or worse. The Foundation does what it does best, and sends in a D-Class in a hazmat suit. The test log picks up as the D-Class enters into the cathedral, noting the size of the interior, and that he can hear a low groaning sound. He asks the supervising agent if he should keep walking, and then says that he feels like he should keep walking, showing that the compulsory effects of the whole are already working. He notes that a red fog is permeating the cathedral and the exterior, barely able to see crumbled buildings in the distance. The D-Class begins panting, remarking how hot it is, wondering what would happen if he took his suit off, which is not advised by the supervisor. Finally, he approaches the Vorhol, commenting how it feels like he's supposed to go in, that this is where he's supposed to end up. He notes how warm and inviting it looks before asking if he can jump in, which he is allowed to do, not that the supervisor could do much to stop him at this point. The D-Class jumps in the hole and begins being pushed through it, saying that he really feels the need to take the suit off. The supervisor assures him that if he removes the suit, he will suffocate immediately, but the D-Class continues to argue, spouting statements about release that echo comments made by Maria. It's clear that the D-Class is not suffering through the experience, but instead finds it rather enjoyable, particularly in an erotic way. He eventually says that he can't tell if he's alive or dead in here, but he doesn't care as this is where he is supposed to be. He does note before loss of communication that his suit has melted through, his skin is burning, and he is bleeding, but he finally removes the suit and helmet completely, and the supervisor loses contact. Clearly, they're not going to get much further by throwing D-Class at it, so they send in something that can't be influenced the same way, a drone. A Foundation agent becomes affected by an anomalous billboard, but is restrained by others to prevent him from heading towards it. Instead, he is given the controls to a drone, and he begins piloting it towards the anomaly. He pilots it into the cathedral, and down into the borehole. The tube connected to the hole is composed of a reddish, flesh-like substance, coated with a sheer, transparent liquid. The camera footage becomes a little less useful, as the flesh presses up against the drone. But further down, a meshwork of small tendrils fills the tube, some caked in blood and viscera. Eventually, the drone runs into a lump of bone jutting out of the interior, and the area of the tube around it is leaking a greenish substance. It's also notable that, by this point, the tube has curved considerably, 
and is now running in the opposite direction of its start. At this point, the drone is no longer moving on its own, instead being pushed along by the tube. The agent that guided the drone is now hyperventilating, and is escorted away while the rest of the team continues observing the drone. A loud, groaning sound is suddenly heard, and the drone begins to move through the tube very quickly as its cameras and internal systems fail due to corrosion. A microphone on the drone picks up audio vocalizations, later analyzed to be determined as somewhere between 100 to 1300 unique human voices. The voices are hypothesized by analysts to be singing. A camera on the drone comes back online, showing it hanging above an open space, and beneath it is a writhing mass of featureless figures. The figures are covered in a thick white fluid, and it seems that the audio vocalizations are coming from this mass. Another loud groaning sound is heard, and something opens up beneath the mass, causing the figures to fall away out of sight. The drone is then struck by something unseen and goes offline completely. It would certainly seem that there are people still alive in there, although not exactly in a desirable state of existence for most people. The Foundation isn't done with the Vorhole yet, and while you might think the standard sequence of operations would mean sending in an MTF next, they instead sent in another D-Class. Unlike the first one, however, this one was supposed to just observe the various symbols filling the cathedral. The first clue that something's going to go horribly wrong comes from the D-Class himself, who says that something doesn't feel right. On their way to the anomaly, they felt like something incredible was going to happen, but now that feeling's gone. Instead of entering a cathedral, the D-Class is standing in a dark stone tunnel with a low ceiling and a black drop-off to their left. The smell in the room is so bad that they immediately vomit, comparing it to sewage, but far worse. They continue down the tunnel, noting that the ground is very slick, covered in some sort of white liquid. The supervisor instructs them to get closer to the drop-off, and the D-Class says that there seems to be a canal of a really thick, slow-moving liquid that smells extremely strong. The D-Class hears something coming from one direction, and is instructed to head towards it. After a short while, they complain about feeling woozy and nauseous, and that the ground is incredibly slick and slimy. As they approach a bend in the tunnel, their microphone picks up the sound of flowing liquid, and their heart rate begins to spike. The D-Class expresses strong trepidation in continuing around the bend, but they are urged forward by their supervisor. Around the bend is a big room, and the canal of thick liquid seems to be dumping into a swirling basin. Above the basin in the ceiling seems to be the end of the vorehole, a tube dumping out fluids and viscera. The D-Class desperately wishes to leave by this point, but before they are able to do so, the floor begins tilting inwards, and they tumble into the basin. In between gasping for air and vomiting, they note that there are body parts everywhere, and they end up holding onto a ledge with a mass of faces beneath them, each looking at the D-Class and screaming. 
the D-Class begs for the Foundation to come get them before contact is lost. Well, that's just all pretty horrible. What's clear here is that the Vorhol and the entity or entities associated with it is luring in innocence, altering their minds to find the experience pleasurable, and then digesting their bodies and keeping them alive. What's a little less clear, then, is the why, or more specifically, whether or not this anomaly is doing what the Fifthists want to claim it's doing. On the one hand, the Fifthists could be completely correct, that this reality we're in is not the best possible reality, and that we are meant to be unified as one collective in the Fifth World, thanks to the Vorhol and the Divine Starfish. On the other hand, the Fifthists could just be completely insane, and are feeding people to an eldritch horror who keeps them alive in an endless existence of mindless torture. On the third hand, it doesn't really matter either way, as chances are people aren't going to be interested in jumping in the hole unless they're forced to, and the Foundation is going to keep preventing any of this from happening. It does beg the question of why the final D-Class wasn't taken to the Cathedral, but instead sent to the bottom. Perhaps the Entity knew it was being observed, and wanted the Foundation to see a little bit more. Like I said, the Vorhol did begin as a bit of a joke, but it now stands as proof that any concept, no matter how ridiculous, can be made into some horrific fiction. 